You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. I'm really, uh, I'm really frightened right now because the season finale, the series finale of Succession aired. And I'm not caught up, so I haven't seen it. And everybody just can't stop talking about it. Yeah, I've had to stay off social media because it's on you. I feel like mm-hmm. nowadays, you—if you don't want something spoiled, you pretty much have to avoid it yourself. Whether that's uh, a game that you've DVR'd or something like that, for those big events like that, for a big, like live sporting event or you know a big series finale. I didn't watch the show, but Game of Thrones, um, I'm sure that that was a very difficult spoiler to avoid hearing if you wanted to. But the people that I'm most worried about spoiling it for me are my parents. My mom and my dad both like that show. And my mom and my dad both do this. They both will say something. If they've seen something I haven't, even if I say right then, okay, don't don't spoil it. They go, oh, I, this won't spoil it for you, but uh, you won't believe who kills who at the end. Something like that, which is enough of a spoiler. Where you, now you're expecting a whole show. Like, yeah, so now you, I'm like, okay, kill. all right. So now I kind of know how Ozark ends. All right. Now I know what to be on alert for. Did you guys both watch it? I didn't get into Succession. I thought you did. Oh, I thought what? we talked about it a bunch of times. No, we've talked about it. And you and just and picked I, your way through it? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> oh man! Uh, come on, Russ. I'm sorry. It's a solid show. I love, uh, like everyone does. Don't say anything that's gonna spoil it, Tony. Don't be like, he dies at the end when I say this. But like, the cousin Greg character has been so much fun. I'm only on uh, season one of the final episode. I mean, episode one of the final season. I got through that. I watched that while everyone else was watching the finale. Sunday night. So I'm like, what, seven episodes behind, probably? Uh, So I didn't... I wanted to enjoy it on my own terms. So I haven't seen any episodes yet. I want to wait to the finale of this season. Oh, you haven't seen any episodes of this season. Okay. Correct. So you were about to admit that you hadn't seen it either. uh, Now now I'm going to uh, binge it um, with my whole life on it because I thoroughly enjoy the show. I think it's hilarious. <clears throat> um, 
There was a I read a funny profile of uh, Jeremy Strong who plays Kendall saying that he was worried that people would think this was a comedy because he's like too serious. And Kieran Culkin was like, "It is a comedy. How do you not get that?" <laughs> he he takes that role. I appreciate how seriously he takes that role. He kills but, in that role. But it's like, come on, dude. Like the acting the acting quality is my favorite thing about that show. It is mm-hmm. so well acted all around yes. everybody. Yeah. Well, enjoy binging it, Tone, because that's one of the things that goes away once you have a kid. Like, it's not that I can't make it for a late night. It's not that I can't stay awake and enjoy myself till 2 or 3 in the morning. It's mm-hmm. that I don't want to because the price for that is you're waking up at the same time every day no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have an infant. I don't even have a newborn in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I can binge succession till two or three in the morning, mm-hmm. but we're waking up at the same time either way. You don't get to sleep it off. That's one of the things I miss. And I used to cover, yeah. like Russ, you know this. I mean, you're a single guy, but you also used to, were not that far removed from being a baseball beat writer. Mm-hmm. So many late nights when I was an NBA writer. A lot of late nights. And you get back to your house or the hotel, usually from those games. If you just go straight back, you know, you're probably talking like somewhere between maybe like 1 a.m., maybe 2 a.m., but you could sleep till 11 the next morning right. if you want. Right. Things get started in my house at 7 a.m. or even a little earlier. <laughs> Regardless. No matter what happens the night before. And sometimes, you know, there's some very nice things happening the night before. But it's still then afterward, it's like, oh, I'm going to pay for this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty late guy. Um, I'm not a morning guy. Me neither. So, like, staying up. Like that, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, if I had to um, pick out and guess who's going to be the the late night purse parent and who's going to be the early morning or the morning uh, parent, I think I will take the late night shift. Um, and my wife, she'll take the morning one. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to try and take advantage uh, <laughs> of this uh, baby free time right now and try and binge all the shows that I need to watch. I love to do it just like you. Like, I would love to, you know, get a nice bottle of wine and watch, like, three episodes of Succession. It's basically the equivalent of watching a movie. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to – I'm not – there's not a chance in the world I'm going to be able to start that before about 11. Before something breaks. Uh, I'm going to have – just everything will be quieted down and taken care of to where I could sit down and do that at about 11 at night. (laughs) Which then, yes, that's when the Bears are going to trade for a backup tight end, and I'm going to have to jump in on that. But then I'll be up till two and, you know, the, the morning starts when it starts. That doesn't change. But do you, are you ever, are you ever like, do you guys ever get kind of, Ross, I know you don't, but maybe Tony does. Do you ever get kind of like sheepish and embarrassed when you refer to something as early to other adults who are getting up at like five or six in the morning for normal jobs every day? Like when I tell someone I don't want to be like I tell people I I would tell people all the time uh, we go to the 11 a.m. service on Sundays Mm -hmm. because I don't like getting up early enough to go to the 9 a.m. service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they always look at me like, what? It's 15 minutes from your house and it starts at 9 a.m. And you think that's getting up early? I'm like, yes. And in fact, I was just I was just talking to uh, one of my kids, friends, parents who's like she's like my age. 
and I mentioned just in casual conversation, I didn't think this was a shocking thing to say, that I've never had a job where I had to be there before 1030. Uh-huh. And she looked at me like she looked at me like I must have chosen a life of crime or something. Like, how is that? What? 1030? But it's true. I uh, you must not have. We must not have talked about my new lifestyle, Jason. Because you're, 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 you're up earlier, but you're not up that early, are you? You're, you're your, nude li- your nude lifestyle? No, new, Tony. Uh, good, good. We've talked plenty about his nude lifestyle. No, we, no, y'all that, have. That comes up every episode. Y'all, no, y'all bring it up every episode, you nasty bastards. <laughs> it, just, it just comes up. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, We're just I sitting here up- talking and it pops up. So, geez, I hope, I hope not. Um, <laughs> stop, my mama listen. <laughs> um, so when I got back from London, I every morning after I got back, I kept waking up really early. So then like I what? started like it. Bef- when I first started, it was like six six thirty in the morning. Okay, and so I was like, I can't go back to sleep now, so I'm gonna go work out. And so. Since then, I've started getting up at seven o'clock every morning and going working out two hours before I go to the studio. Since January? Since January. That was January, right? Wow. It's and a habit do, now. It's a habit do now. Do you like it? Do you like it? Or you know, you know what's crazy? Like, you know me. Like, I'm I'm a my I'm Russ at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's when you're gonna get prime Russ or in the evening, but not that early. But I do think it has helped my days um, start a lot better. Like, I have it out of the way. And with yeah. the way my schedule is these days, I, if I saved it for the evening like I did when I was on the beat, when I'd come home at, like, midnight and, and Lifetime was right there, I'd work out and then wake up at 11. To do that now, I wouldn't work out. I just wouldn't. And I noticed myself getting – to a point where I'm like, ah, I'll just go tomorrow. I'll just go tomorrow. And that's not me. Um, so, yeah, man. The old, I wake up, I give myself like a 15-minute window to like actually wake up. So like I'm laying in the bed, but like my eyes are like kind of open and I'm waiting till they get like fully open. Get dressed and I go, I work out at the gym on the corner of Roosevelt in Michigan. So I have to get up. So I go down there, get my workouts in. I like I do it like you with the the kind of soft open to the door. <laughs> soft open with the cold you had that, open to the right. Yeah, you're cold open. Give yourself if, a little window. If whatever, like whatever time I really need to be up. If I need to be up early for a flight or work or something like that, okay. If I need to be up at seven, and you set that alarm for six forty, because I'm gonna need about twenty minutes to kind of, you know, come to life a little bit. You need that. You need that fifteen twenty. Cause like. You're everybody, man. Not no, some people wake up, go like, but some they like, jump off the, they jump out of bed like a like a basketball player coming off the bench. I will say to your point, if I have a flight or I ha- like, I'm not there. I, I'm up. Like, I don't I mess around with that. Yeah, because yeah. I know like thing, I'm not trying to pay thing, for. The worst thing is like you got a six or seven a.m. flight, and you get up just not early enough for that. Mm-hmm. So and I don't think that's happened to me. I don't know if it's ever happened to me. I live it because I live in fear of it. I would rather get a whole hour less sleep than get up really early for a flight and then not make the flight. Do all that horrible waking up early and then 
also pay the price of not making your flight. Yeah. Can't have it. It's tough. That's tough. Tone, did you freeze or did you just kind of check out and get confused when we were talking about flights? He checked out. Okay. Oh, Tone, now I was going to ask you this. So, Streets have found out you're a girl dad now. Uh, when do you, because you, you, you realize, and, and Jason talks about it all the time with succession, like, hey, I can't binge anymore, right? The night agent comes out or whatever new thing on Netflix, can't binge it anymore. For you, even with your job, and I know how you are with your, when it comes to your, your lady love, as you like to call her, uh, those Bulls games, it might be different now. Like, how are you going to work that? Where it's like, hey, man, I got to I gotta put the baby to sleep. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to my wife about what happened today, what's going on with these finances. <laughs> and, 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 and DeMar and Zach and Vooch and them, they're not going to be able to get the same time no more. I, I may have to trim down to, like, one or two. Like, because now I kind of got to peruse all the sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may trim that back to two. I got, I got to watch the Bears. It's it's the money maker, right? right? right. Uh, and I host the Bulls podcast, mm-hmm. so like I, I kind of got to stay informed on them. But everything else, like maybe some other NBA teams, like you know, I enjoy watching the NBA. Maybe those games, you know, start to go, and you know, it's fine. It's fine as long as I'm watching the important things. Uh, I'll be I'll be straight. I'll figure out the rest. Those regular season games will be the first thing to go. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night game against Utah, especially in nah. Utah. Uh, unless nah, I got like a, I got a secret favorite team where you know I can, you know, it's a late night West West Coast game uh, where it's like Denver or something. They're playing a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold her and be like, I'll put it on mute and just, you know, try and rock her to sleep while I'm watching Jokic go go to work. Yeah, or if you have a gambling problem and you're staying up for West Coast games. <laughs> Tone rocking a baby to sleep, watching Shade and Sharp make jumpers. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Trying to get you to college. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Sports Jason. I'm Jason Leisure with my co host, Russ Dorsey, a real one. We're going to yes. find out today. We're continuing with the Are You a Real One? It went segment. well in the debut week. Mm-hmm. I thought Cam. it was very, I loved the Cam Wolf one. We brought on, We're see, this is kind of the thing. You're going to, if you like follow the show, you'll see. A lot of the guests that I bring on are from Miami. That's kind of like the well I go to. But we're bringing on Chris Cody from the Levitard Show today to find out if he's yep. a real one. So we'll get to that. You, the the you, you're hearing is Chris Cody's biggest fan, probably, Tony Gill, our producer. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You're shining. You're shining like the light. <laughs> Who is? Just you, you, you glistening. Oh, oh, me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're glistening is hilarious. I, I feel like that. I feel like you're trying to create your own uh, Grandma Russ when you do that. <laughs> it is. No, that's, it that's, is that's, similar. That's, that's old Church Deacon. It it, yeah. it could be similar. You know, they have similar takes and thoughts on things. But born you know. around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Gill is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to yep. our link sheetsgiggles.com slash sa and get 23% off everything. When you hear this, it's the beginning of June. I think June 2nd this episode comes out. Yes. So still time. You got a couple of weeks. Order your dad something nice. Order him the sheet set, 100% eucalyptus, super silky smooth. He's going to love it. 23% off is a really good deal. 
Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. You can go to betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app and get this offer. Your first bet with MGM gets paid back up to $1,000 if you don't win. So it's kind of a win-win. You win your bet or you get free betting credit to try it again up to $1,000 with our promo code adjacent. 1000. The NBA finals are underway by the time you hear this. The Stanley mm-hmm. Cup finals mm-hmm. are going. Or Stan, I'm sorry, Stanley Cup final. Do you know mm-hmm. that tone? As a, as a person I learned who works that, in sports media? I learned that today and I was like, what? Hockey people get really team? mad at you. Yeah, they, they get really so do. mad too. It's so weird. They get they really, really mad do. at you. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I respect whatever you want to call yourself and I'll try my best to call it what they want to call it what you know the NHL wants to call it mm-hmm. and things like that. But I don't think it's like a high crime to make that mistake. I would not even correct someone on it. It's more than one games. But if you right? say it to a hockey it's, it's person, a finals. if you say it to a hockey person, they're like, they would you call it the Super Bowls? Yeah. It's... No, I wouldn't because it's one game. That's why I wouldn't call it a Super Right, Bowl and because everybody watches it. Yeah. And it's also on during the same time as the NBA Finals. Mm. No. Is it? Super Bowl? Are, no, no, no. Is, is are the is the Stanley Cup final going no, head to head? I'm saying every year the Stanley Cup. Oh, it's is, during the same during week. The same week mean, as yes, the yes, yes, yes. NBA Finals. So if I'm saying NBA Finals, and then now I got to go say Stanley Cup Finals, yes. that's a lot harder. You got to go back Russ, and forth. Yeah, yeah. Russ, you got to you got to poke the bear on the show. You got to look in the camera and say NHL Finals. No, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> I told he's, him a professional, he's a professional and, and I also don't want the smoke. <laughs> right, right. He doesn't want hockey Twitter. Oh no, no, coming at him. No, Russ, you got it. You a real one. Let's go. I'm there with you. We never took Tony to a hockey game. I feel like we want we we were floating that. Evan Moore was encouraging it. He took Tony to a Hawks game, and mm-hmm. Tony asked him if Jonathan Taves playing center was like how Shaq plays center. Mm-hmm. Remember that revelation from a couple yes, years ago? Yes. Yes. I we I think we need to do I think that is something we need to do on this show Go before I get back to the rest of the before I get back to the bet MGM read is like we need to take Tony somewhere out of his element and document it and that's an episode so it could be a hockey game but it could also be like Vegas or New York something so, way out of his element so the problem with something like that is Montreal I don't think he's going to appreciate that like he should. That's okay, though. That will make it all the more entertaining for us. For who? Is it? Well, we'll appreciate it. We'll have fun. Eh, and Maybe. And then we'll have this side project of documenting documenting Tony trying to navigate Las Vegas. See, because Chris- that's the thing. That's like navigating a child through Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm oh, in you, Vegas, you think we're going to be I'm doing gone. too much work. Okay. <laughs> We, I'll give you one day of documented tone, but after that, I'm a Sapphires, buddy. Where's Russ? The Bunny Ranch. Don't ever, don't ever say something like that ever again. You got me all tone. No. Tone, no. That's probably the only sometimes, thing he knows about Vegas. Sometimes, sometimes you just take it too far, Tone. I just said something randomly I thought was in Vegas. Inappropriate. I love that they're putting sports teams in Vegas. That's where Lamar Odom was. <laughs> I love the A's are going there. 30,000 seat stadium I saw. Very small. Yo, they gave up on. I don't know why they care. 
It's really sad. It's really sad. I, I I feel like everyone there is checked out. It's not a done deal yet, I don't think. But like, I just I saw a clip today of the grounds crew getting the field ready in Oakland, and some like teenage kid. This is before the game, so the players aren't out there at that time. Some teenage kid comes out of the stands, runs around the bases the opposite direction, like third, second, first mm-hmm. home, and no one does a thing. No one stops him. <laughs> Finally, one security guard, maybe that was the only security guard working, comes out and tells him to get out of there. They don't even like they don't even like tackle hey, him. Hey, get back hey, in the seats. Get back hey, in the seats. Get your ass out of here, man. I'm trying to oh, like, drag chain link fencing over this dirt. <laughs> Isn't that like a federal fence? They're just like, man, just, yeah. just get over there. It's I mean, it would be. Felony, it's felony. If anybody's trespassing. still watching, like it would be. But <laughs> but so so here's a crazy. Part In this about case, that. it was treated just like some public park. Like, yeah, who you, cares? You hire you hire like one security and two like officers and stuff to then escort that person out and take them to the authorities. But like, I don't know if the A's have outsourced that. So I just don't. I don't even think they. One clearly by the video they didn't have anybody there, but like I just don't think they're they they're paying for like the security people to even tackle the people that run on the Ooh. field. Sad, tragic, tragic, very tragic, very tragic. You can bet on A's games and NBA Finals games and the Stanley Cup Final mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. BetMGM. Use promo code adjacent one thousand. They'll pay you back up to a thousand dollars in free future betting credits. On your first bet, if you don't win, bet MGM, the king of sports books. Ross, I'm very excited to continue on with the Are You a Real One series with uh, Chris Cody this week. I think it's going to be a good one. Let's get to it. There's a there's a skill into understanding your audience. <clears throat> I have that skill. What's up, Chris Cody? Do you have him muted, or does he? No, nah, I was himself? just I was just waiting okay. for my time. So I'm a pro, All right. pro, pros, pro. <laughs> Chris Cody, known as a pros pro. Bulls Twitter is that a thing? I heard you guys yes. talking about that. That's actually a yes. thing. It's absolutely a thing. He oh. Twitter's a thing. Yeah. Everything Twitter is a thing. Just... Black Twitter, it's a thing. Right now, it's just all about Heat Twitter. So I, I just when you said Bulls Twitter, I was like, <laughs> what, what, what's that? It's much, much less fun than the uh, Heat Twitter. <laughs> much less. It's a lot of bitching, complaining about things that don't matter because the team's not good. It's always sad. Yeah, it's always sad. He, I feel like Heat who, Twitter. Who would you rather have? My old ass Demar or Zach on bad yeah. knees? That just follows Jason. Whatever teams Jason is following is just yeah. I feel like uh, welcome in by the way, Chris Cody from hey. the Levitard Show, and uh, what are you, the executive producer of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody? See, well, I thought you meant on the Levitard show, senior producer talent, whatever you want to say. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. however you. Uh, yeah. The talent, the talent yeah, is yeah. here. Swiss, Swiss Army knife. That's right. I, I or think, spork. Some people have called me a spork. I think the twitters, the Twitter, uh, like the Twitter groups that I've been aware of are like Dolphins Twitter. At least ten years ago, when I was covering them or whatever it was, was like always laughing at their team. Heat Twitter was looking for anyone coming at them to start a fight, just waiting for you to pick a fight with them. Heat Twitter is a real one. Uh, Bulls Twitter is sad and frustrated. Bears Twitter is, why are you being so negative? Why are you being so negative four months later? How come you didn't tell us it was going to be this bad? 
That's a weird one because like you guys feel like you have a quarterback, but you're still not good, right? It's like a weird. <laughs> that's my whole. Life. That's it's been a long time of that. <laughs> we don't talk sports here, though. Sorry about that. Not really. No. What we're going to talk about, Chris Cody, is whether you're a real one, and uh, you, you have entered your name in our video chat here as your title as unlikely real one, and I, I would have to agree. Wow. We were texting about this today. Yeah. You you were scared, and I and I thought maybe you should be because I, I don't know. I've always considered myself incredibly real, but when I say things like that, it, it kind of goes against what I'm going for. So it's just a, it, it's hard out here. May, he might, Russ, be being a real one by going in, acknowledging that he might not be a real one. No, I don't feel I like, think, I don't feel I like think, I'm backing I, you very well here, Chris. I, I think Chris uh, is a undersell, over-deliver type of guy. This guy gets right. it. Well, let's find out if he can over deliver or even, like, you know, appropriately he, he deliver. Self kick coverage when it came to his wife. So that guy usually a real one. That's let's fi- let's find out. Let's find out. Tony, hit the button. Maybe this is a new segment. Maybe we bring somebody on and, and who is a real and five minutes of finding out. We're just investing. Are, are you a real one? Are you a real one? Nick Saban, head coach of the Dolphins, and real one. I <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The segment where we find out about your innermost being. You know, people lie. You know, they could say that they're a real one, but the evidence could say the otherwise that they are not a real one. I sense real one traits here. So, are you a real one? Oh no, baby, you're not a real one. All right, Chris Cody, are you ready? I think so. All right, we're going to find out together. Would you like to... Are you going to put me on the stand? How does this work? It's a little bit like court. Yeah, it's a little bit like court. I think that's a pretty good uh, mentality to take into it for him, Russ. Um, The floor is yours. We'd like to, if you'd like to put forth some evidence, maybe an example or a story that illustrates that you are a real one, something in your favor of being a real one. Well, this list this list is very long. Okay. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's like we okay. can spin the wheel. We have a wheel of of reasons why I'm a real one. If you bringing out the it? long boy, should we spin the wheel? <laughs> um, where should I start? Um, the other day I was at a Marlins game, and I got I didn't catch the foul ball. Is my is my internet fine right now, or is it you guys? Yeah, we're good. Are you okay, good? I, I just saw some. Let, let me pick up there. I'm sorry. I was at the Marlins game the other day, and I caught a foul ball. I didn't catch it. It landed near me. Guess what mm-hmm. I did? I gave it to a kid. Now, Tony's against that. Now, Tony has a big problem. With it. Tony's, Tony's grimacing. I would probably do that. If I kept it, it would only be to take it home and give it to one of my kids, but I would probably give it That's a, to a tough kid. thing to sell to the whole stadium. Like, <laughs> I have is. a child. Yeah. Yeah. I have a child. Um, I have I have more though. I, I need Tony to be on my side here. Like, do you need like something else? Well, Tony hates that. Tony, why do you hate that he would do that? I know you. I know that you hate that. Yeah, yeah. Kids need to grow up learning what disappointment is. You know, sometimes you don't get anything you want just because you're a kid, right? Yeah. You need to learn that lesson, not from your parents, right? Because you know that may be traumatizing, but learning it from a stranger. Then you, the kid goes home sad, mopey, and you know your parents are like, "Hey, you know life comes at you fast, right?" You and just look good. How cool do you look good. though? How cool do I look though when I do that? Uh, Come on, I look I generous. Know. I look like I have great perspective on life. Like this ball is not that important to me, 
but imagine what it's going to do for this kid. It's great perspective. I like Tony's approach to parenting. Tony's about to have a kid, Chris. He's about to have a girl. Ah. Mm-hmm. I, I like his idea of like, uh, you know, it takes a village. I want the drunks at the baseball game to help teach my kid life lessons. <laughs> you just want your your kid to like have a chance at the ball and then not get it. Really go home yeah. with a real hard lesson. Right. I, I got something else for you. I recently okay. donated to a, a not a friend, uh, someone I knew, a GoFundMe, and I did it anonymously until now. Mm. <laughs> I didn't put my name. I didn't put my name. I wasn't like, hey. Well, I didn't say. I didn't say which GoFundMe it was. I didn't say which friend. All right. Okay. Did you give? Did you give enough that it affected you, or did you give money that Chris Cody wouldn't miss? I was. I was like a top twenty-five contributor. Like my my anonymous donation was very high up. That that lock money. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't that much, but. I, 25 though. But I could have, but no one knew though. How, like, think about this, Jason. I know you're writing Jason Leisure. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but like, you're come on. If you're if you're donating something, you're like, this is from Jason and the family. No, I donate anonymously when I do that. I think. Um, well, I guess it depends. Sometimes, sometimes you want the person to know because you want them to know like that you're supporting them. It's not that you need everybody to know, but you want that person to know. And I think you sometimes have to put your name for that to be the case, depending on where you're doing that but a lot of times i i do it anonymously because I, I am doing it to help them i am not looking for credit for this well you're a real one too then else. you're a real one too then <laughs> okay <laughs> all right do chris do you have in the interest of fairness i mean you're a journalist chris you know you grew up in journalism with your dad do you have in the interest of fairness uh, uh, something that we would weigh against your case here and then we're going to get into some uh we're going to get into some questioning to try to get to the bottom of this um What's not real about me? I regularly will be at like a, a grocery store or a mall. And if I see somebody that I know, I'm I'm going to just pretend like I don't see them. <laughs> and like if they come up to me, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, good to see you. But I already saw you and I just don't like those type of, hey, how's it going? <laughs> It's weird when you run into someone, even if it's someone you do know, and like if you run into them unexpectedly when you're doing errands or something. I'm always so shocked and so happy to see them. Like, oh my god, how'd I miss you? Didn't I walk just? I walked right by you. Like that's just not. I never feel good about myself after I do that. All right, that's pretty fake. I also like my steak medium well. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh goodness! Man. I was just you lecturing have, my children you might about have that the other day. Shot yourself oh, in the leg. That's me admitting that, like, when I admit that, that's why I'm not real. That's I, I realize that it's not a good trait. Like, come on, like, yeah. how real is that? This whole—I mean, it's an ambiguous conversation. So, like, you, I, I don't know if you have a point or not. I really don't. It's always on site, though. It's always on site. <laughs> Hmm. Ah, he might be. He might be back in the game. Yeah. He doesn't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means. Just, no, he heard Cameron Wolf say that last week, and now he's just spitting it back out. No, the he other day, know what that means. the other day, someone disrespected my wife, and I was like, "We need to call the cops. This is ridiculous." Oh wait, no, that's Jason. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. your boy. No, no, it's he's right. Boy. He's right. You call the cops on site. That's right. Jason, when I heard that, you I was call like, them to the site. I'm so white, Jason, but I was like, Jason, Jason. White as hell. <laughs> That's like mayo white. 
I knew if if things started going poorly uh, for me, I was just going to say it's always on site. Like, I had that in the holster, like, ready to Good card to play. Good card to play. <laughs> Come on, right, guys. Russ, I'm super Russ, real. I'm super take, real. Look take, at me. Let's find out. Russ, take the lead. Let's see how real he is. Uh, all right, Chris. Um, let's say in this hypothetical, the Lark is doing well. Everybody's getting paid, making money. Somehow, you find out via sources that Billy Gill is making more money than you. Oh. What does a real one do? <sighs> Man, this is getting close to the vest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what does a real one do? A real one uh, gives my boy Billy a little dap under the table and then uh, gets a new agent. Okay. <laughs> right. I like that. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, I don't hate that. Um, let's say you change courses and you say, all right, I'm going to go talk to uh, Mr. Levitard himself. Mm-hmm. What is that? How does that conversation go? This is a great question. This is a perfect I, hypothetical for this. I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm good at this goes, question. Asking you don't like it because you're going to out yourself as not a real one, I think. it. I mean, you know. I, I guess I'm talking to Levitard, so it, it, so like it hasn't gone well with the conversations that I wanted. My okay, um, I'm telling him I'm walking in, and I'm telling him that you know the the kid is feeling a little undervalued. And see, Dan is I could have a talk with Dan. Dan's not like a normal boss. I don't I don't want to go super real with this, but like it wouldn't like I, I feel like to be a real one, like I have to kick the door in. But I just feel like if I just walk in there and I'm like, yo, Dan feeling a little feel not feeling the love right now he's giving it right back russ can i ask you a question on this sure i I am theorizing that the real one line here is you don't throw billy under the bus at any point in this conversation you don't mean you don't bring him up at all in this conversation am i right one thousand percent you don't do anything that affects his money to me that's your man right okay i'm not gonna do anything to hurt my man However, I should be valued because me and my man, we're we're right here. Like if we're gonna, if he's gonna be making this. I should also be making this. It's not to say that he should make it. I should also make it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That 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 never been saying Billy's name was never even an option. So yeah, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like, but, but because you're because you're going into it knowing that it's accurate that he makes more money. Like right. that's a fact. Well, so now you just have to go into it and say, yeah, hey man. I love my guy ain't about him. I can literally hear Jason scratching things out and writing. This is like, (laughs) well, I, yeah, I I keep kind of a ledger sheet here where I'm, and that was a couple of tallies for, for real one. Yes. Remember any on site anywhere. (laughs) Yes. On site, like on location or on site, like with my eyes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Um, I was wondering since you live in South Florida, South Florida has one of the most unique, driving cultures I've ever been around where it is like true killer be killed. So will you sit there waiting for your turn 
to get onto the exit ramp or to split left or right? Or will you go in the empty lane and then cut somebody off at the end in Miami? This, this, this was honestly on my list of things that make me not a real one. Uh, you sit in the line? Oh, wow. Then I'm okay. I thought we were going the opposite on this. Oh, no, I feel I, like if you sit in the line, you're a sucker. Oh, I cut. I don't know. No, what do you, what my, do you guys my, think? My dad and I get into huge arguments about this because he's a sheep and he just sits at the back of that thing. <laughs> and I am like, I'll see you at work in an hour because I'm going to just, you know, I'm not from here. Is this, is this the exit? Which exit is this? Is this right. It's my first time. I'm, I'm from an out of towner. Oh, I got to get over here. I'm sorry. I'm a big, hey, this is my fault. I'll roll down the window. Hey, sorry about this. Can I get in here? Sorry. The oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not playing dumb. I'm not acting like I'm taking oh. in that situation. I play in oh, Miami. I'm a, I'm a I do not drive like that here because yeah. in Chicago, because that is not the culture of driving around here. And I've been plenty of other places where that is not how they drive. But down there it is. Down yes. there, you either do that move or you sit there and watch a thousand people do it to you. Yes. It's, so, every pers- it's everyone for themselves. I think so the real the one answer- takes. The real one takes it, I think. So the, the the answer to driving aggressively is driving more aggressively. Yeah. Therefore, enhancing the aggressiveness just of the overall driving. Just efficiently because you're going to be sitting there waiting. Like, I'm not saying be reckless. I'm saying I'm just going to cut you. I'm just going to skip the line. I'm going to safely do it, but I'm going to skip the line. Right, Jason? Okay. Yes. I'm right. thinking this counts as in favor of him being a real one. Right? I, I love this. <sighs> okay. Okay. All right, I'm, 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 I'm taking this all into consideration. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. say it yet. Uh, Chris Cody. So, you know, you're a big. Okay, who would you rather see win a championship, the Heat or the Marlins? Is my first question. Um, well, I've or been, the Panthers. I, I was just going to say, I've been asked this mm-hmm. a lot with the Panthers. Uh, it's, it's a simple one. The Heat, I've seen do it in my, you know, in kind of recent years at this point, not really, but. I'm going Panthers. I'm going well. Marlins. I've seen too. So the Panthers is my number one right now. But okay, I th- I'm just a recency guy. Like because I've seen the Heat with the big three, kind of recent. I, give me all the other ones. Give me Dolphins. Give me like whatever I've been the longest without. Give it to me. So that's kind of where I've been at this whole playoffs. I was honestly not even stressing this game seven in Boston with the Celtics because mm-hmm. I was like I got my Panthers already in the final. But uh, okay, so okay, all right, with. all right, the Panthers. All right. Now, here's my real question. Okay. What or who are you willing to give up for a Panthers championship? <laughs> Jesus. Um, when he, what do you mean who? Yeah. Like how, when he's giving what? somebody up, you mean like what or who are you willing he said to what he give said. up? Can Jeez. I give can I give up like a coworker? I mean, what is the, the answer, mo- what is who is the most answer. important person you would give up? Obviously, you give up Billy. That's not even like, but that's not does that's not a price. That's, that's I, was, I wasn't going to give up Billy. I was going to go lower. I was just going to take one of our video producers out. <laughs> Some anonymous person yeah. that no one knows. Okay, Taylor. <laughs> oh, so they do know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I just like the idea of him listening to this two days from now and being like, "What the?" F-? But uh, <laughs> um. I don't like I, that's just like a really loaded question. Who would I give up? What would I mm-hmm. give up? What would I uh-huh. give up for a Panthers Stanley Cup title? I would give up <laughs> as I look over my shoulder at my wife. It's like I was about to make a joke. Um, <laughs> I would give up good sleep for like three months. Oh, gosh, not me. No way. 
Like I still sleep at night, but it's just like I just sometimes feel tired. Like it takes me, it might take me a little longer to fall asleep. It's just restless. Like it's just a little restless. Sleep for so three little, months. Slightly three months it could ruin you, Cody. Slightly if you interrupt. At the end of that three months, you won't even look like yourself anymore. Right, three months seven, of bad sleep. Five out of seven days a week for three months. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's negotiating a couple of days where he does get good sleep. Okay, okay. I think Russ gets where where I'm going with that question, right? It's it, it's vague enough where I, I allow you to to give me the answer that that I need to determine if you're a real one. So okay. you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. Let, let me let me uh, uh, spin tones forward because person you're gonna say somebody that you don't give a damn about, right? Uh, shout out to Taylor, who uh, whoever Taylor is. <laughs> um, and the thing you're gonna take the thing that like you really don't need, but you're probably right. okay if you don't have it. So we're gonna I'm gonna throw monetary on it. Would you give up five thousand dollars to see them win a championship? The Panthers. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to Vegas for Game Five, and I'm spending how much? So it's like, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to just pay though. That's not as fun. Like, what can this? Is I, got, I, got, I got my answer. I got my answer. I don't. I don't want to pay five grand. I, I I'd rather. I don't want to guarantee it. I like the sweat of it. Like, I want to. I want to enjoy the games. Like, if you just said to me right now, the Panthers win, I would be like, well, that wasn't that much fun. Like, I want to, like, go to the games and be nervous. So, like, I think I would just risk. Do I still have a chance of them winning if I don't pay the five? You have whatever chance, chance they but would But you, you know it's guaranteed if you pay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, wow, this is tough. I've never thought about this before. Five grand is a lot of money. Uh, but it's, like, kind of – it's, like, it's like that perfect good amount, Russ. It's a good amount. You know, I'm <laughs> like, it's not too much because where you would say no, but you'd have to yeah. think about it. Like, I'm your gonna, wife would be mad if you paid that. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah. I feel what like that's right a real answer, one. Russ? I feel like it would what just be right easy answer? to say yes. I'm, I'm going, I feel like the I real don't know answer. Yet. Like, I'm, I'm trying to marinate on it. I, I, I have think, an answer that I'm leaning towards. I don't like this. And, and remember, this is only the second time you guys have done this, right? Yes. yes. So, like, Week two of Are You a Real One? You yes. can't just have all real ones. So I'll fall on the sword here, guys. <laughs> you need like okay. if you're just like hey we gotta have some like we don't want to insult okay. our friends like I, i'll be the person like i'll i won't hold any grudges i'll leave here tonight they don't think i'm a real one it's fine. all right that's a that's a awful just absolute straight garbage terrible closing argument but we will <laughs> we will consider that as we deliberate chris cody from levitard show and from the greg cody show with greg cody thank you for joining us we will uh you will we will we're about to kind of huddle into the jury room here now and decide whether you're not a, whether you are or not a real one i don't get to find out you'll find out when the episode comes out on friday oh, wow <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> damn it Oh, on site, man. on site. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm not paying. I'm not paying a dime for a, a sports team to win a championship to make me happy. But you've seen what that does for everybody else. Like you know how happy that would make everybody around you. I ha I have like, a hard I, time. I would kind of want to pay the money for everyone else's happiness. But I know. Also, I know. I know how miserable Jason is as a White Sox fan, so I don't believe him one bit. But if you but if you take the deal, see, here's here's the thing though. Like if you do that, then it does take all the drama out of it. You're the only one that knows, 
So you, everyone else is going to be like on the edge of their seat, waiting to see what happens. But you'll just be like, no, okay, I know what this is. I know what this is. I got to be quiet the whole time. All right. This is a dumb sports topic, but I would not agree with him about I want my whoever, which of my teams is the most removed, who's gone the longest since winning would not be the team I would necessarily want most to win. It would be the teams I care about the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would want a baseball or basketball championship again over the other ones. Ooh, that's a tough one. I want to see what this bear situation look like with a Super Bowl. I would like to experience that with my full oh, body. I'm, I'm naked in the streets. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nipples just out. Like, I really want to see that, Jason. When the I, White Sox won, it had been 88 years, mm-hmm. I think. The, the mm-hmm. Red Sox won, and they made such a big deal about it. The White Sox were just as long. And I, well, the, I called my grandfather. I called my mm-hmm. grandfather. Yeah. Uh, and they live in like a they lived in like a rural area. And I I called the house. My grandma answers the phone. This is like eleven o'clock at night after they beat Houston. And I'm like, you know, we're talking about it, whatever. And I'm like, where's grandpa? And she's like, well, he ran out in the cornfield and started shooting off fireworks. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he, he would have been right there with you, Russ. All right, Chris Cody. So what do we, what do we think so far? I've got my notes here. You, you go first with your, with your notes. Well, it, it makes me very uncomfortable, and I feel very unconfident trying to determine something like this because I don't think we – I don't know if we've established concretely – that I'm not a real one, but it's one of those things that it's it's pretty clearly gonna go that way if we ever do have to make a formal ruling on that on me. Well, so I think I, think I don't for, know what for, position I'm in to to determine it on someone else. Don't. Well, I I think we've decided that you're not a real one. No, we've okay. decided that long ago. Right. So <laughs> you, you you decided that long ago. We're just not you, formalizing the paperwork on it. We're kind of well, leaving I it think, open so that we don't have to say that around other people. Well, no, Russ nah, looks like I he's think... been telling everyone that. Russ, did you tweet it? You've been telling everyone that with every opportunity. I've been working toward uh, can we can we go with not a real one but still a nice guy has been kind of the territory I've been going. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm going to say Chris Cody. I'm going to say Chris Cody uh, does a lot of real one things. Chris Cody, when he worked for ESPN, people who work at ESPN get Disney passes. He gave me uh, four passes for Disney, like eight years ago, whatever it was, to take my wife and kids. That's like $500 value, just free and clear to one of your friends. So I, that feels like real one material to me. He always comes on this show, no questions asked, always happy to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that feels like real one behavior to me. He takes crap for his dad all the time and just takes it, just wears it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes him a real one. But I feel like when I texted him and he was kind of kind of worried about how this was going to go and I don't know I'm not I don't think I'm real that that works against him. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's a fellow not a real one like me. Okay, that baseball thing, man, that's really bugging me. That he would give a baseball to a kid. Yeah, like most normal adults. Yeah, that's not. That's not real one behavior. That's okay. no. I'm not you, you can't be peer pressured into doing things. That is peer group pressure. Like 
You guys don't pay my bills. You guys don't feed my family. Why would I f- listen to you on what I should do with my life? I paid for this ticket. They didn't pay for the ticket. Well, you're right about that, but that has not previously been your argument for not giving a ball to a kid. You've previously said, I don't want to give it to that kid because I don't know if that's a bad kid or not. That kid might have been misbehaving all day, and I'm rewarding his bad behavior. That's the true. weird theory you've put forth before about this. That is also true. I, 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 don't, I don't like that being the, the main argument for you thinking that Chris Cody isn't a real one because I think that's a bad take by you. So what other argument do you have? No, I, it don't matter. What, I'm not trying to convince y'all. This, this is my take. Right, but Russ is Russ is debating the not mm-hmm. not that he's not debating your opinion. He's debating the premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a fair uh, tactic in the debate, Tom. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the, this is the jury, right? Whatever I think as the juror, in terms of the evidence that was put before me, in terms of guilty or not guilty. I think you got to be able to defend your premise. Go ahead, Russ. <laughs> I, I'm 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 with Jason. He does a lot of real one things, but he just came on here just blurting out on site, not knowing what it means at all. <laughs> I, that that I I was taking that into thinking, account, like thinking, hey, maybe these guys will be fooled by me just saying on site four times. Yeah, yeah. Um, my gut is leaning not a real one, but it doesn't change my love for Chris Cody. You just like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It pains you. Somehow like, in a way that it, it yeah, doesn't it does, pain you to say does. it about me. Yeah, because it, it clearly It pains you one. to say this about Chris. Yes, it does. <laughs> There's enough evidence. Hey, yeah, it's too much evidence against you. <laughs> too much evidence. I'm very, I'm very authentic. I'm very honest. Yes. I am not going to parade around as a real one when I know very clearly I'm not. Yeah, I think we have our decision. We have our first not a real one. Chris Cody, not a real one. Love you, Chris. Still good guy. Yes. That's what I hope people say about me. Not a real one. Good guy. <laughs> should, we have, should, we have, should we have Grandma Russ break the news to him that he's not a real one? All right, you you set it up. Tell tell you tell Grandma Russ what what just transpired. Okay, well Chris Cody came on to find out if he was a real one or not, and he was very unconfident. And his his main go to his step back jumper when he got into trouble was throw me under the bus and just yell on sight a bunch of times, and it didn't work. Oh, oh no, baby, not a real one. You're not a real one, Chris Cody. But that's okay. That's okay. You married you married that nice girl. Nice girl. And you have a house and you work for the what's that boy that used to work for the, the four letter channel? Uh, Dan Levitard. Yeah, Levitard. And he used to have his daddy on the show. He used to have his daddy on the show. Uh Poppy? Poppy, yeah. But no. No, you're not a real one, baby. <laughs> oh, you love this character too much. We're going to come back to this character. <laughs> well, I hope that Grandma Russ has been watching the NBA playoffs because I have a couple of questions for her about that. Okay. Uh, they, we've all been riveted and enjoyed watching the Miami Heat's run from the play-in tournament against the Bulls. It's funny that those teams were playing each other. 
to all the way to the NBA Finals as an eight seed. I don't think it's like your typical eight seed. I think that's a really good roster, and they might get Tyler Hero back for, I believe I saw game three next week. Possibly game three, yeah. Uh, but they knocked off the Celtics on the way to that, and the Celtics were the preseason favorite to win the whole thing in some sports books. Uh, number two record in the NBA. They lose to an eight seed after rallying back from down 3-0 to force a game seven, Grandma Russ. And uh, Jason Tatum hurts his ankle on the first play of game seven, says it turned him into a shell of himself. What, what, what advice does Grandma Russ have to kind of steer the Celtics forward from this epic defeat? Okay. Um, here, I'll do it. Grandma Russ talking to specific players. Okay. You want to talk to Jay, Jason Tatum or, or Jalen Brown? or mm, They both need to talk to him. Let's do Tatum first. <clears throat> okay. Oh, Jason. It's okay, baby. I know. Grandma, no. You hurt your ankle on the first play. Oh. Grandma, no. Oh, the first play. But 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 you going to be all right? You finished top five MVP, baby. That's good. Grandma saw you on the TV. Top five. But you'll be back. You'll be back. They say you, you, you went and worked out with Kobe. And you can shoot. And dribble, you grab all them rebounds. It's okay, but y'all gonna be back. Okay, good. What what does Grandma Russ, by the way, while we're on the Celtics, what does Grandma Russ advise uh, Derek White to do with his hair? Oh no, see that's <clears throat> Derek. It's time to come on home, baby. <laughs> come on home. <laughs> You got the nice full beard. Grandma love your beard. You just but the you come on now. They pushing you back. They pushing you. Just let them take it off. Go ahead, fade it out, and then you have your beard. Yeah, you got the nice beard up front. You good, baby. Just come on home. That's the bald guy move. You can't you can't grow it up top, so you do everything you can. He has a great beard the, for it. With the beard. Yeah. I don't I don't know. There's a reason that he's doing that, and I I need I need the athletic Boston Globe somebody to find out why he's doing that. Have you seen the clip? I think it's from just a couple of months ago of Shaq and Barkley just like could not get through whatever <laughs> segment they were doing on NBA on TNT yeah. Studio. Uh, I wonder if Grandma Russ has any thoughts on LeBron possibly retiring. LeBron and the Lakers made it to the Western Conference Finals, but then got swept out by the Nuggets, and LeBron at the end of that. Grandma Russ hinted at stepping away as opposed to what he has been saying for a long time was that he wanted to hang around. Probably it'd be two more years to play a season in the NBA with his son, Bronny. He listed a lot of reasons, though, you know, why he might want to step away. One, he might just kind of be done with this. He's been doing it 20 years. It's difficult uh, physically, mentally, all of that. He had the foot injury this year. He's got to get that evaluated in the offseason. But one of the things that was mentioned in this ESPN report was uh, one of the things in the playoffs that really wore LeBron down was the long flights to Memphis in round one of the playoffs. As though he's flying southwest and, like, he's got, you know, B-24 and got to see where maybe that'll be a middle seat, maybe not. 
I don't know where to take this one. <laughs> okay, we've stumped Grandma <laughs> Russ. <laughs> I'm listening to everything you're saying, and it's like I don't know what Grandma would say to Braun. Does it, does Grandma think he should hang around to try to play with his son? <clears throat> Which would be okay, Grandma's Grandma's great grandson. Great grandson. In this case, I guess, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead, retire, baby. Let that boy play the basketball by himself. He don't need you playing with him. Let grandson play by, he done got, you going to school in LA, you get to see him, grandma get to see him, but you oh, don't need to. grandma lives in LA too. She does. Okay. <laughs> grandma live in Sherman Oaks, baby. <laughs> she, she like the, the full tan. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma get out there got the jazzercise. <laughs> the, the thing I really wanted to know from Grandma Russ, though, is about Tom Brady. There's been these rumors swirling because Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt. Uh, and there's been all these rumors because Tom Brady is a part owner of the Raiders that he legally could play and own the team. There's these rumors that he might come back and play. He's almost 46. He'll be 46 before the season starts. Is that does Grandma Russ think that Tom Brady should keep playing at 46? Don't play no more, baby. You ain't got <laughs> nothing else to prove. You beat Joe jo- jo Montana. You got uh, and uh, what's that boy played for the Colts back in the day? Grandson, what was the man played Johnny for? Unitas? The- Johnny Unitas, yeah. You Grandma Ross going all the way back records. to Johnny Unitas. He beat all his records. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he beat all. <laughs> oh, don't make me break hands here, Jason. Damn. How was Gra- that one? Is, is Grandma Russ into Tom Brady? Tom Brady, forty-six. Not that you know. That's probably in Grandma Russ's dating range. Nah, listen, you that's don't. not too want- young for Grandma hey, Russ. Listen. Grandma, Grandma, do what Grandma want to do now. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> I think Tom, I get clapped up. What? <laughs> Listen, man. That's between Tom and Grandma. Grandma Russ, he's he's he, you know he's forty six and he's single. Grandma, I just saw I just saw photos of him, paparazzi photos of him on a boat. He looked good. Grandma ain't had a hit broke yet. Russ, let's do the news. As you know, uh, the NBA Finals is Heat Nuggets. Not, not really not the teams that anyone expected. Either one of them, honestly. I mean, the Nuggets are good. The Nuggets are are for sure a worthy champion if they end up winning this year, but. Not the team that everyone thought would come out of the West. Certainly not. Uh, sheer ignorance. I mean, Memphis, Phoenix. Yeah, no, sheer ignorance. Uh, if, you watched, if you watched Denver, you would have known. Uh, I want to say they, they had like the eighth or tenth best odds to win it. At the I would have taken that. Should have went to MGM and, and gotten that deal. <laughs> That's a steal. Uh, Jimmy Butler was at his post-game press conference in Boston after they won game seven. And he was answering a question about defending Jokic when this happened. I got two days to figure that out. We have two days to figure that out um, before game one. Oh, my God. Y'all saw that? Goddamn Bumblebee. 
Um, so we, we will lock in on them. That's the most scared I've ever seen him. That's the only time I've ever seen fear in Jimmy Butler's eyes. Mm-hmm. I do think that's when you find out who's real and who's not sometimes or who's scared, who gets scared and who doesn't if a bee flies in. Like, have you ever been driving and uh, you have the windows open and a bee, you almost kill yourself. A bee's yeah. in your oh, car yeah. when you're trying to drive. What? Gets in the car, are you kidding? Uh, you're swerving in the traffic. <laughs> it's a wrap for you. You got to pull over, open up all the doors, all the windows. That that should say a lot about these other teams that the Heat just beat. That Jimmy just pulled their card and stared them down. He is more scared of a bee than the Boston Celtics. We were playing in the backyard once when I was a kid. It was probably like ten, maybe or something like that. And stumbled upon a bee's nest that were or a hornet's nest or whatever. I, they're all bees to me. I don't care. Yeah, all the ones that can sting you are bees. In my mind, and we just like ran inside, and I got inside, and we're just like in a panic, mom, this, you know, whatever. And then I feel like this kind of jab in my stomach, oh, and no. I, I pull up my shirt. There's a bee perched on my oh. belly or wasp or whatever, dig, putting its stinger right into me. Oh no, oh, man! I, I like stripped down as I ran up the stairs to go take a shower. Duh. Jimmy Butler, kind of. Had his little moment there, and then immediately was very poised, and got right back to his answer. Right back. You could quote that with you could quote him without having to add any parentheticals. You could just take out the bumblebee. I did. I did a little research on the Heat, by the way. Uh, this is part of why I appreciate what they're doing, and don't think it's really all that shocking. Since Pat Riley went there in 1995, this is their 28th season with him involved somehow. Mm-hmm. 22 winning seasons in 28 years, 22 winning seasons and playoff berths. Now their seventh trip to the NBA Finals, and they have three rings. They have so much continuity there, and they have the right continuity. They have everything. The thing I always think about when I think about the Miami Heat is the Bulls and how they don't have any of these things. That the Heat have these guys like Pat Riley, who's been there for since 1995. And Eric Spolster came a couple years after that. Their GM, Andy Ellisberg, was there when they started the team in the 80s. Uh, Chris Quinn, their top assistant coach, who gets mentioned for head coaching jobs all the time, has been on that coaching staff for like 10 years and played there for a few years even. Like They have everything you want. They have player development. They have the salary cap guy with Ellisberg. They have the right coach, the best coach probably in the league. They have the ultimate, like, you get in a room with Pat Riley, you're going to go for whatever he says. He will sell you on anything. And they, sure enough, Russ, they get the best out of every single guy they ever bring in, even the stars. They get these guys that are second-round picks or, you know, the Duncan Robinsons and the Deion Waiters and these guys that people kind of are out on, and they turn them into something. But they also get LeBron. They get the best possible LeBron. They get the best possible Jimmy Butler. They turn Bam into something. Imagine if, like, the Bulls draft Patrick Williams, and you're like, they will get the best out of it. Whatever is his ceiling, they will find mm-hmm. it. That's what they do with everybody there in Miami. It's a it, it's a market inefficiency. <laughs> they got, hey, what, all y'all dudes don't want to work hard? Okay. Okay. We're we going to see who, who want to play. We all making money up here. All right, what's next? Who's going to play hard? And And that's what they do. That's the standard. And they're willing to miss on stars and miss on certain players if guys don't want to do that. If guys don't want to play the right way every single night, they don't do that there. So oh, what 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 you gonna do when you get there? Play hard. 
Otherwise, you'll be sitting. They sat Duncan Robinson after playing him, after paying him. Yeah. Like, what organization does A that? A lot of money, yeah. <laughs> they paid him a stupid, and that's probably one of the worst contracts. They gave they gave out probably some of the worst contracts. That's how oh, Whiteside. Yeah. I mean, they don't. Waiters, waiters, waiters Whiteside. You know. Tyler Hero got a lot of money that at <laughs> times has not been worth it. And it doesn't matter because they're going to replace you with a guy that does want to play. So, Duncan, come sit here, $90 million boy. Come sit right here until you figure it out. And then with, and then Spo, as the part of that brain trust with Pat Riley, will say, all right, I'll give you 10 minutes. Show me why you should be in the rotation again. Mm-hmm. And now you got the old Duncan Robinson back, right? Like, it's crazy. And, you know, it's funny. Denver kind of is doing it on the same wave. Like, if you're not here to play, we'll see. Bones Highland was a good player with them. And they were like, nope, you playing around too much. Shift them for nothing because yeah. he was not down with the program. That's that's what winning organizations do. They set a standard, and if everybody isn't playing at that standard, you got to go. Yeah. Russ, I was stunned last week when I saw that Robert De Niro was having another kid. He just had another kid. He just had his seventh kid, okay. and he's 79. Seven kids. So he's like halfway to Nick Cannon. Then today, as stunned as I was about that, I, I was not stunned enough to even bring it up on the show. Mm-hmm. Today I saw that Al Pacino has gotten his girlfriend pregnant. Al Pacino's 83. How, how old is Al Pacino's girlfriend? 29. Don't spit out. Don't spit your drink through your nose. I did. It was it was close. It was uh, close. Her getting pregnant. Yeah, her end of it is not the surprise. It's the Al Pacino end of it that he has a baby on the way at eighty three. Nick Cannon, by the way, recently said that uh, he he kind of thinks he's done having kids, but you know that's up to God, and he might keep having kids till he's eighty five. But right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Al Pacino at eighty three. Do you guys think that's irresponsible? Uh, Al Pacino? Both of them have bread, and while I think it's... Mm, that's a good question. While I think it's wild, it would be more wild if they didn't have bread. You know what I mean? Like, if you was just broke having kids at 83, you're a goofball. You're putting a lot of faith in uh, your your wife's or girlfriend's second husband, whoever that's going to be. Essentially. You're, you're, you put a lot of faith in, in your girl to, to be a good mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, decision making, right? It's like, <laughs> it's and a good person, a wise person, for having the kid of an eighty plus year old. I want to take this to a place, but I'm trying to. Yeah, if it's if it doesn't work in post, I'll put the elevated music over. All right. I thought this is the year of Russ cutting it loose. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm. And here you it. are dragging your feet about cutting it loose. <laughs> now a real one would just cut it loose. Mm, fair point. Fair See point. Did that, Jason. A non-real yeah. one would goad someone else into getting in trouble, like I'm doing right now. <laughs> right, right. Don't right. do it, Russ. Don't do it. We need you. We need um, you. We need so, you. For, so, you said uh, Pacino's girl is is 29. 29. And what's uh Robert Niro's girl? How old is she? I don't know, but probably young. I'm gonna say this: as if you're a 29 year old and you're letting an 83 year old knock you up. I think you know the program. Yeah. Well, that's not, yeah. I don't think that's nope, the part nope. Tony's objecting to. It's the kid. I get it, but. I mean, 
the play has been run. Like you, he said, is irresponsible as the 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 dude in this case. Right. Having I think it's irresponsible on the other side too. But I think raise. Right. I think on the other side, you run the play knowing that well, this dude's been in one thousand movies. Me and this baby that you won't get to know because you're gonna be in the in the box. Uh, <laughs> we'll be okay. I mean, unless they, you know, you look. The wisest decision at this point is you allow her to date and you get to pick who is going to raise your your child when you're where you're going. You, what? Hey. You think that's what's happening? I mean, Hollywood's weird. Celebrities' lives are weird. Maybe. <laughs> hey, man, this that's 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 your seed, and they're not gonna know who you are. So, my brother was just talking about how much he loved any given Sunday. Great Al Pacino movie. was the coach. Great movie. My name is Willie. Willie Beeman. Demon Willie Beeman, yes. I can watch that again, but I should have. I wish I would have pulled up the speech that Al Pacino gives in the locker room. It's a terrible speech. The inches we need are the inches in front of our faces. <laughs> <laughs> terrible motivational speech. Whoa. There was like, that was the first movie I had ever seen that had like dude nudity in it. Yes. Like you see movies that have like, uh, like a, a ass here, a boob there, right? Maybe some male cheekage, but they had uh, Arby's. We had the meats in that movie. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! There, there was there was an article like recently, probably like movies or shows. They got it was a wave of showing man meat like it was a thing and then i guess the audience got bored and now they're like not showing it anymore no don't nobody want to see man meat (laughs) if i have two options (laughs) yes i'm not i'm not clicking on the brother i'm telling you Here's speaking of which. Here's the speech I wish I would have thrown to Tony Gill with glasses. But a part of it is on this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the bleeping difference between winning and losing, between living and dying. I'll tell you this: in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. So wow. Took a really, really left turn there at the end. It's a lot of innuendo there, man. My boy. And he was in that room. He was probably looking at six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. <laughs> Russ, some news from India that uh, I found amusing. This is an Associated Press report. Uh, have you ever heard of the Indian government official Rajesh Vishwas? I had I have not heard of the gentleman. Understandable, but you're about to. So okay. he's a food health inspector, and he accidentally dropped his phone into the Kerkata Dam last week. Okay. And that sucks. I feel for him. Uh, But he went to these absurd lengths to try to get this phone back. This is a government official. And he asked local divers to go look for it and telling them that, oh, there's sensitive government information on this phone that we can't have get out. You're a food inspector, man. I don't think there's like state secrets in there that can't get out. 
But when they didn't find it, he ordered the reservoir to be drained to Whoa. find this phone. He pumped out 2 million liters of water. That's enough to irrigate 1,500 acres and while they're having a drought over there. And this video goes viral of Rajesh watching them drain this reservoir while he's standing under a red umbrella. Just taking in the show. Yeah. Uh, he told the local media that water was that this water that he pumped out was unusable for irrigation. And uh, that he had gotten permission from a senior official to drain the reservoir. Probably not true. They did find his phone, though. And uh, it didn't work because it was at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> all this effort to find a phone that you knew all along wasn't going to work. He's been suspended from his position. My man had news on that government phone. <laughs> that man had all we have the meats on that phone. He said, no, no, no. He, had to, he knew it was broken, but he had to be sure. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> nothing could be recovered. I'll be damned. <laughs> uh, there was not any any information on that subject in the AP report. I bet. Purely speculation. He got that scrubbed. <laughs> Finally, Russ, in the uh, tiny town of Avon, Connecticut, this is like just west of Hartford, okay. a bear helped itself to a local bakery's cupcake inventory. This is from WTNH News Channel 8. In Connecticut, early Wednesday morning, so today, as we're recording this, early this morning, mm-hmm. uh, employees at Taste by Spellbound, that's the name of the bakery, are loading cupcakes into their delivery van in the garage of their shop to go out and take them and deliver them, of course. As soon as they open the door to the garage, a black bear comes running in, drawn in probably by the smell of sweets. Okay. Uh, so they scream and they scare the bear off. But they don't really scare the bear off. It comes back like five seconds later. And they kind of they kind of screamed at it and scared it off like three times, but it did not it did not stand down. And at one point does what's called a bluff charge at them, where it, like it's exactly what it sounds like. He's gonna charge like acts like he's gonna charge at them to kind of get them to back off. Mm-hmm. And uh, so eventually the employees are out of there, which I, I don't know why it took them three times. It's probably the first time that I see a bear in my proximity, I'm out. I'm not going to be a real one when the bears come, just no, so you know. No should, no, should you. You're a real one for leaving. <laughs> if being a real one is kind of slipping out the door and driving home unnoticed and leaving everyone else to deal with the bear problem, then I would be a real one. Yes. Uh, this bear ate 60 cupcakes. Hmm. I thought it'd be more. 60's a lot. And uh, WTNH quoted the bear as saying, Gulp, gulp, chug-a-chug. Gulp, gulp some more. Chew them up. Choo-choo-choo, yum-yum-yum, you feel me. Choo-choo-choo, choo-choo-choo, swallow. Choo-choo-choo, choo-choo-choo. Yo, the funniest part is I thought you were reading something for real, and I was like, that sound like that sound like Tone. <laughs> you got the choo-choo-choo, and I'm like, that's Tone. Tone is the bear. That's, that's, Tone's, that's Tone's exact quote from uh, describing how he eats almonds on a show last year. Choo, yum, yum, yum. Gulp, 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 chug a chug. Chug a chug. Choo, 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 yum, yum, yum. You feel me? Yo, choo, 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 yum, yum, yum is hilarious. Choo, 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 it's, it's, it flows so well. Choo, 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 yum, yum, yum. Oh, man. That's the news, Russ. That has been a great episode of Sports Adjacent. 
we'd like to thank everybody out there for listening. We'd like to thank everybody out there for watching the clips online on social. But you can't just watch the clips on social. Make sure you're clicking the link. Download the pod. Give us five stars. It helps with placement. Tell your friends about it. Tell them it's sports adjacent, but it ain't just us talking about stats and numbers all day. We talk about fun, real stuff that you and your friends talk about. We talk about that here. We can't do this podcast without fantastic sponsors like Sheets and Giggles, who sponsor Tony Gill uh, for the softest bedding you can find. Jason mentioned it. Father's Day is coming up. Get your daddy some sheets. They got the sheet set. Take the flannel boys off. It's hot now in the city of Chicago. Like I woke up this morning to go work out. And it was already I, I, it's humid. It was this it was the like the first humid day. Finally. Like, ah, I feel I feel it feel like it's giving Miami. It's giving Miami, and I don't like it. Um, but you gotta take the flannel boys off, put the sheet set on, whatever color you want, they have it there. Duvets, duvet covers, etc. We're also brought to you. Oh no, you go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA and use promo code sports to get 23% off your next purchase we are also brought to you by bet mgm guys i've been betting on basketball all playoff long like this is actually what i do really well on betting you've been winning i've been winning big. Right. been winning yeah. big uh you can win big like russ dorsey and get a risk-free bet up to a thousand dollars if you do not win, you get that money back in free betting credit by using promo code SPORTS1000 or adjacent1000, excuse me, adjacent1000. That is adjacent1000, mixing two different promos. Uh, yes, adjacent1000. Folks, Tone, Jason, before I let the fine folks go, anything you would like to tell them on this lovely, I'm not going to say what the day is, day they listen to this podcast. <laughs> Did you have Heat plus seven and, uh, in that game seven against Boston, Russ? I should have. Tone, what is, what's your uh, finals pick? You're our basketball expert on the show. Who you got? Oh, give it to Nuggets. They, oh, they can't do yeah. nothing with, with, uh, with the Jokic. He, easy, I saw a tweet. Work. I saw a tweet. It's going to look bad what Jokic is about to do to Bam out of bio. We may Bro. need to have, have a civil rights meeting about what that man is about to do to Bro. Bam out of bio. Bro. Gentlemen, I'll say gentlemen sweep because I don't think they'll lose. I don't think they'll win one in Miami. But dog, if it wasn't for Caleb Martin, we'd have a we'd be having a conversation about Bam right now. Mm-hmm. And we will see everybody next week. Thanks for listening to Sports of Jason with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.